When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Jake Crumpler. What's up, fellow fantasy managers? Welcome back to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. My name is Jake Crumpler, and it's the weekend, so as always, I'll be taking over for Bubba as the host of the weekend editions of the podcast. You can follow me at Jake Crumpler on Twitter and can find all of my work at CrumplerBaseball.com. Let's dive into everything baseball related from Saturday, June 17th, kicking it off as always with the transactions, injuries, news, and notes from around the league. Our IL placements start off with starting pitcher Edward Cabrera of the Miami Marlins being placed on the 15-day IL with a right shoulder impingement. Right now, it's unclear if it will require a stint longer than the minimum. The injury explains his last start in which he surrendered five runs in four innings. The lack of a corresponding move in the rotation could mean a bullpen game is on the horizon for the Marlins or that the team is pushing the decision regarding his replacement out to when his turn comes up again on Monday. The Marlins also placed their third baseman, Gene Segura, on the 10-day IL with a strained left hamstring. It's been a disaster season for Segura, who currently owns the worst qualified WRC Plus by 15 points. The injury will give him a chance to take a break and hopefully get back on track when he returns. John Birdie is expected to shift to the hot corner with the newly recalled Jacob Amaya platooning at shortstop with Joey Wendell. Third baseman Patrick Wisdom of the Cubs was also placed on the 10-day IL with a sprained right wrist. Wisdom may have been dealing with this injury for a while before hitting the IL as he's batted just 093 across his past 18 games. Nick Madrigal should see additional time at the hot corner in Wisdom's absence. In other Cubs news, though, starting pitcher Justin Steele was officially activated from the IL and earned the win against the Orioles in his return. In terms of transactions, outfielder Jesse Winker was activated from the 10-day IL. He missed almost a month with a cervical strain. He'll return to his role as the strong side of the DH platoon in Milwaukee and will look to improve upon the 55 WRC plus he's posted this season. Catcher Bo Naylor of the Guardians was officially recalled from the minors. However, he didn't start in his first game on the Major League roster. It was against the Southpaw, which indicates that he'll be on the strong side of the catching platoon in Cleveland. In terms of Cleveland news, we have an update on the injury that landed Tristan McKenzie on the IL. His MRI revealed inflammation in his right elbow involving his UCL ligament, and this is sort of a bad sign and could indicate an extended absence for the right-hander. And lastly, outfielder Lars Nupar of the Cardinals has begun a rehab assignment. Now we'll look at the notable performances from Saturday, a day in which we had 14 games because the matchup between the rival Yankees and Red Sox was postponed. We'll start it off with our hitters, leading off with Brandon Drury in Kansas City as he did all he could, but the Angels went home as losers. He went two for five with a pair of home runs. He scored twice and knocked in three runs. He's up to 12 home runs now. Both of his dingers left the bat with an exit velocity of at least 99 miles per hour. And while Drury isn't quite repeating his breakout 2022 performance, he's been a solid signing for the Angels. His plate discipline has sort of reverted to his pre-breakout levels, but that hasn't stopped him from hitting for more power than ever. 
and that power was on full display on Saturday and his career high 12% barrel rate actually backs up the power surge. Drury's playing every day on the right side of the infield for the Angels and actually batted cleanup behind Shohei Otani and Mike Trout on Saturday and if that sticks Drury could be an elite run producer with multi-position eligibility. Jose Altuve did all he could, but the Astros went home as losers as well against the Reds. He went a perfect 4 for 4 with a home run and a stolen base for the combo meal. He also added two doubles, scored once, and had an RBI. He's up to three home runs now and four stolen bases. And he didn't even debut until May 19th, but since then he's looked like his old self. His current 141 WRC Plus is his second best mark since his 2017 MVP campaign, only trumped by last year's mark. And there really shouldn't be any remaining concerns about the lingering effects of his injury. He's also barreling the ball at a career high rate, so we may see even more nights like these where Altuve goes yard and displays his unexpected exceptional power. And lastly, Orlando Arcia of the Braves helped his team to a win versus the Rockies. He's going three for four with a combo meal of his own. He scored twice, added a double, and knocked in two runs. He's up to six home runs, and this was his first stolen base of the season. But we've never really seen Arcia hit like this at any point in his career. He's got an 892 OPS right now, and while the power gains seem to be legit, the 339 average is not going to stick around. The shortstop owns an unsustainable 398 Babbitt alongside an expected batting average nearly 70 points below his actual average but batting in a stacked Braves lineup will provide him with plenty of run producing opportunities but I wouldn't expect him to hit at an all-star caliber pace for the rest of the season in deep leagues where he's likely rostered universally he might be worth shopping before his inevitable regression surprisingly though Arcia has already set a career high in F war with 2.1 through just 50 games this season so that's pretty crazy what he's been doing there but if you'd like a breakdown of the notable batting performances from Saturday check out the Daily Batters Box article over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the mound and look at the notable starting pitching performances from Saturday, opening with Blake Snell versus the Rays as he helped his team to a win against his former team. He tossed six scoreless innings, allowing just two hits and three walks, but he struck out 12 with 23 whiffs and a 41% CSW, and that continued Snell's hot streak, and it looked more legit than ever as he took down the best team in baseball while earning the golden goal. He led baseball with his 23 whiffs and his 41% CSW. He induced at least four whiffs with all four of his pitches, while his changeup did the most damage recording seven whiffs on 50% CSW and that's sort of interesting considering that the change is the pitch that Nick has constantly told Snell to stop utilizing that point was popularized in a popular clip on Snell's Twitch stream but speaking of that hot streak he's allowed just two runs across his last five starts encompassing 30 innings which is good for a 0-6-0 ERA and this was his second straight start with a dozen strikeouts which is absolutely crazy and after taking down the Rays you have to believe Snell can handle pitching in San Francisco in his next outing speaking of pitching against the Giants Bobby Miller took home the loss as he tossed 5.2 innings allowing seven hits and seven earned runs with three walks and five strikeouts he had just 10 whiffs and 23% CSW and the regression monster finally hit Miller hard in this one the Giants took that one 15 to 0 after allowing just two earned runs across his first four career starts Miller's ERA jumped from 0.5 to 2.83 after this one his overall numbers are still great but this outing makes it clear that the rookie isn't untouchable he couldn't get any of his pitches going in this one and while nights like these will happen rookie pitchers are inherently more volatile because of their lack of experience at the major league level miller will look to bounce back in his next outing versus the astros 
And lastly, we'll wrap up with Alex Wood and Wade Miley. Wood was taken on the Dodgers and earned the win, tossing five scoreless innings, while Miley was taking on the Pirates and tossed five scoreless innings of his own. Both Southpaws returned from the IL on Saturday and looked great in their returns. And while I wouldn't expect them to be universally rostered going forward, they should be considered as reliable streamers versus weak lineups in the future. Wood gets the Padres next while Miley heads to Cleveland, and and neither of those are overly enticing. But if you'd like a rundown of every single start from Saturday, give the Plus Pitch Podcast a listen and check out Nick's daily starting pitcher roundup over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the bullpen and look at the relievers that got saves and the closers that pitched outside of save situations or blew their saves. In terms of saves, Yoan Duran recorded his ninth. AJ Puck secured his... Yoan Duran and AJ Puck recorded their ninth saves, respectively. Will Smith secured his 12th. Josh Hader, his 17th. And Scott McGuff got his third as he looks to be taking over the closer role in Arizona. Adbert Alzale seems to be doing the same as he locked down his fourth with Mark Leiter Jr. pitching the seventh and eighth in that one. And Jordan Hicks got his first save with Giovanni Gallego setting up which could be indicative of his taking over the role for the Cardinals. In terms of closers to pitch outside of save situations or blow their save, Scott Barlow pitched the eighth with his team down by three, and this could be considered a maintenance outing as the righty hadn't pitched since Monday. Trevor May pitched the 10th for the A's in a tie game. Paul Seawald blew his save, and that led to an extra innings loss for the Mariners. Jose Alvarado pitched the eighth, while Craig Kimbrell pitched the 10th in a tie game, and Justin Lawrence pitched the eighth for the Rockies with the team down by eight so that was just weird usage for the Rockies as usual but if you'd like a breakdown of the notable relief pitching performances from Saturday check out the daily reliever ranks article with Sunday's edition written by yours truly and before we look forward today we're going to take a quick break fads come and go and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss that's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Now we'll look forward to Sunday, June 18th. It's Father's Day, so make sure to get the father figure in your life a gift or write him a card. We'll have a full slate of 16 games as the Yankees and Red Sox will make up their postponement with a doubleheader. In terms of my matchup of the day, I'll have Logan Webb versus Tony Gonsolin. Both pitchers are fun to watch, and Logan Webb has been really great recently. In terms of probable starters, we have six guys in our auto start tier, including Logan Webb. We also have Zach Wheeler in Oakland, Freddie Peralta versus the Pirates, and James Paxson versus 
versus the Yankees. In our probably start tier is where we'll find our streamer of the day in Louis Varlin versus the Tigers. It's a weak lineup and Louis Varlin has a very deep repertoire. I'd also keep an eye out for Tyler Anderson in Kansas City. He's been looking much better recently and the Royals probably have the weakest lineup in baseball right now. And I'd also keep an eye out for Jamison Tyone versus the Orioles. He's finally built up to 90 pitches and he should be able to have a Toby-esque outing on Sunday. In terms of my hitter suggestions, I'd say Yankees and Red Sox hitters in their double header. They'll have double at bats and the Red Sox will be facing two righties while just one pitcher is announced for them tomorrow and it's right-hander Brian Bayo who the Yankees will be taking on. And finally, we'll close things out with my relievers to watch. Paul Seawald has pitched on back-to-back days, but so has setup man Andres Munoz. So Justin Topa may be the next man up for the Mariners. AJ Puck has pitched on consecutive days, so Dylan Floro will be the temporary closer on Father's Day. And lastly, Scott McGuff has pitched in each of the past two days for the Diamondbacks, so the closer role will temporarily be handed back to Miguel Castro and Andrew Chafin. But that'll do it for today's episode of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure to head on over to PitcherList.com to check out all of the great articles and features we have on the site, including fantastic player pages and daily DFS suggestions. Join PL Pro to gain access to the Discord to interact with PitcherList staff and members of the community, as well as to utilize the in-season tools to help you win your leagues. That'll wrap up this edition of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Crumpler. Tune in tomorrow and every day for a new installment of the podcast. Bubba will be back with you on Monday and throughout the week. Make sure to enjoy the day as we are blessed with another day of baseball. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.